0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry.
1: Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude, I wish I had some dread so I could do this the right way. You're supposed to do that. Every time I go to the Bay Area, I'll be getting jealous. I'll be like, them dudes be doing that. I'm like, whatever. Love for you guys out there. Y'all know why, because we're rocking together, man. We got Friday Swagger Way coming up. Somebody gonna get this right here. You know, I cracked it open yesterday and actually read it like it was for the first time. It was amazing. The first sentence grabbed me, totally golfed in. All right, or you can win this jersey. If somebody guessed when we go over 100K, we getting close. And I gotta tell y'all a story because I was with somebody who got that plaque that we about to get in about a week. And you see on my phone right here? You can't? Okay, well, let me bring it to you right here. It's these cards right here, but I had them on my phone. Forgot I put the screen protector on here. I got to tell y'all that, because my wife got one, and I was like, wait a minute, y'all see that? Y'all can't really see that, right? And then all of a sudden, bam, you can see it all. So I'm with the wife, and she got that on her phone. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought our relationship was going well. All of a sudden, I can't catch those little Instagrams that you DMing over there from the side. So you know. We start off every show with What's Up With That Dude. Let me get into what happened yesterday. So I was with this guy, y'all know Bootleg Kev? Yeah, Bootleg Kev does a ton of interviews, radio hosts. Um, usually in the music game, but loves sports as well. He got like 200 and some sus- uh, thousand subscribers, a grip. He had that little plaque though. We had to do it in his podcast, I had to do his interview. It was love. We talked about everything and everybody. And now I see why cats get caught up in these social media streets. Cause you go in there and you're an open book, you just like, ask me anything. Next thing you know, I'm talking about Whitlock, I'm talking about Acho, I'm talking about Kaepernick, and I'm like, damn, no wonder stuff never dies, cause we always gonna rehash it. Nothing but love for Bullet Kev, cause he's a beast at what he's doing, but damn, I was sitting there with those, those envious, lonely eyes, you know, I was just looking at that plaque like, we about to get that sucker right there. I wanted to take his, but, He earned it. So love to my boy, Bootleg Kev. Shout out to the homie. All right. Right now, I'm in this real antsy phase. And I finally acknowledged it maybe five years or so ago that every time August is approaching, late July, everybody going back to camp, I am socially wired to all of a sudden start getting that tingle. And that's that football tingle. Because you remember, I've been playing football. I played from age eight to 32 right I'm just the tingle always getting it so yesterday I got reminded that it's that time again because I'm not always consciously aware of it but I could just feel I'm acting a little different but whatever so we in the pool yesterday I'm playing my little man MJ and it's so beautiful watching your little cub turn into a lion because You could just tell. You look at him, you're like, damn, he does look taller. Measure him. He got his little measuring stick in his room. Oh, you are growing. Okay, it ain't just the afro. Then you're playing, you're wrestling. We in the pool, so, you know, kind of levels it out a little bit. And this sucker hit me so hard, I was like, man. And then it woke me up to this that time of year where I could hit back. So we in the pool wrestling and playing football. But I ain't going to lie. I went from my normal 20 30% up to about 70 80 percent i was giving it to him and he was taking it and laughing loving life and then in that moment y'all let me tell you what happened i hit him so hard he got under and he was "Oh, you got me that time daddy he came back for some more and i swam away and i got to the edge of the pool and my two daughters were sitting there just like in a storybook like this looking at me and him wrestle and play football and they said i love you daddy and i gave him the gentlest of kisses Meanwhile, I'm getting destroyed by this little linebacker right from the back. That was a moment that made me realize how grateful I am of everything that I went through. And I was having flashbacks of football, hitting my son like, damn, I had to do this on a random ass Wednesday every single week for 25 years. And this sucker just in the pool, just loving it. And I was like, man, the highs and lows. Of what we all love which is that game of football whether you played it or you're a fan of it so just one of those reminder moments i had to get off my chest and the contrast right i'm actually hitting my seven-year-old son with heat and he just taking it because we in that water then my daughters give me a kiss oh, i love life all right y'all now let's get into this story right here because we all love michael jordan but not everybody loves michael <laughs> jordan Y'all been talking about Michael Jordan and how cheap he is. I don't know how. I don't know how many of y'all really hung with him, how this really is a conversation. But even I've heard this before, of he's just notoriously cheap, especially when it comes to tipping. Well, here's another story to add to the fire, right? So we know he's one of the richest people in the world, and he about to get even richer because they just sold the Hornets for three billion dollars as the NBA just approved that sale okay so being accused of being a lousy tipper to me uh there are worse things you can call me than a lousy tipper like that's not a horrible narrative but that's my personal opinion let's talk through this story so a former Vegas resort executive told a story when MJ was there with Wayne Gretzky and I love when like Just like, Jordan ain't gonna be in there. They're gonna be like, Michael Jordan and Marcellus Wiley. Like, it ain't, even though we have hung before. It's just funny. It's always like, Jordan Gretzky. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just hang with who they can hang with. Their level, right? So they were gambling together in Vegas, and he tipped a waitress $5. You know, that little chip. What color is that one? The green one? Little green one, right? And then Gretzky looked at him like, dog, $5? And he said, um, here you go. Took the $5 chip away, and... Gave a hundred dollars say when we in Vegas. That's how we tip in Vegas, Michael. All right. So I, I, I mean, First of all, you ain't got to call me by my government name. Damn Wayne. I mean, I know you're the greatest But me too fool. Like what you trying to call me out for? Second of all, ain't like I ain't got it Maybe when you were over there playing winning or losing you didn't notice she wasn't really getting to the cognac Like I asked her to get to the cognac. Maybe that was it. So anyway, the story goes and goes long story short because you know me, I'm trying to find a life lesson in this, and I think it's hilarious. Um, this ain't his first offense in that way. People were saying, look, this is why Michael Jordan is a multi-billionaire, because he holds on to it, right? He ain't just letting it go frivolously. And everybody was talking trash. They even tried to bring Scottie Pippen into the conversation, call him no-tipping Scottie Pippen. That's kind of funny. Um, they said he tipped one time zero on a $1,200 tab. So all this has got me thinking, Huh? And I saw one, one of them had the Jordan meme, the crying face, him just giving away $5, like a little $5 chip. Like, no, I don't want to give it. That was funny. Okay, but that ain't what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about this. There are two principles in this world. Principle with an L-E and principle with an A-L. Ah. So let's talk about the principle with the L-E. The whole principle of tipping, because not only I have a, Interesting different opinion on tipping, but a lot of times people say my people, black people got an interesting opinion on tipping. All right, let's get into it because y'all know on this show we talk about it all. So my first thought, because when I, when I got some money, I got $5 in my pocket, not that $5 Chip Jordan didn't want to give up, but five real dollars from the Buffalo Bills, 1997. I was like, damn, I got to tip more because I got shamed into tipping because people always talk trash about people tipping. But I'm like, you know me, I like to think through it all. We are gonna discuss it. Why do I owe you more money than the amount you agreed to work for? How about that? So the answer to that is simple because they've done more than what the job is asking them. They went above the service needs, right? Okay, I get it. But then me, you know me, I still think. So I'm like, wait a minute. Sometimes I get suspect service. That wasn't a good way to look at me. And you spoke to me. You didn't even speak to the wife. You didn't even say hello to the kids. You didn't bring them no coloring book, no crayons. And I see that table over there, got something. So don't act like y'all ain't got them, right? Sometimes it's like that. But then sometimes it's just, they're mad that they're making that wage and then they're going to take it out on me. You ever go somewhere and be like, Hey, how you doing? It's like, yes. How many? You're like, Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna forget that now <laughs> When you give me that pen and that little piece of paper at the end, that's when I give you your report card So that was my initial thoughts on tipping. I thought it was just weird I was like man, I worked for minimum wage before nobody tipped me when I was working at the gym And I had to keep a list of people who was on the workout equipment over 20 minutes Nobody ever gave me a tip you doing a damn good job with that list so here's some good examples for y'all, because y'all shamed me into tipping. I ain't want to naturally tip. I ain't believe in it, but <laughs> I tip a lot now because I ain't letting nobody talk trash about me like they did Michael Jordan. I just think it's weird, contradictory, and even uneven. Let's give you an example. Everybody, jump in the car with me. All right, let's go. Where we going? We going out of town. All right, we got to go to the airport. We got a gang of luggage because all of us is going, right? Let's go curbside, okay? Let the valet dude get it. All right. He just jump into the trunk, get all the bags out, all that. I got you, sir. First class. Everybody, first class. Oh, we got it. First class ain't big, but first class, right? So then when I'm walking in, he's like, all right. You know that little hover they hang around you? Oh, I'm about to lace him, right? 20 bucks, 40 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. That's the max. He gets a tip. However, if I pull up and I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to walk 11 more feet from you on curbside to that counter right there, that check-in desk right there. And then they do the same exact thing. Put my bags on that damn treadmill and then take them to the damn plane. That person doesn't get a tip. Why not? Because what? What I do more? I walk more feet. 11 feet is no tip for you? Ah, that was the first time I was like, why well, am I tipping this dude out here and not tipping that dude in there? Huh? How about this one? You go to the store, you're walking in. I don't know what store, Starbucks, you name it, I don't know. You're in there and then you buy something when you're in there and they like, okay, where's my tip? You know, what does it say, 10, 20, 30%? You ain't even do nothing. You just rang up the damn stuff I said. All right, here you go. Guilt me, shaming me again. Here's 20% for you doing nothing. Giving me, I go to Baskin-Robbins ice cream place. <laughs> you just put this on a cone. 20%. However, let them have a drive through Then you go through the drive through Ain't nobody asking. They ain't even on the prompt. I'm like, where the thing at? Where the 20%? Why? Because I'm driving? That makes no sense. So y'all got to fix tipping. And y'all got to fix y'all thinking on shaming Michael Jordan. Because I actually agree with the old man, damn it. Love me so Michael Jordan. Not to the point where I would be blinded by logic, but I actually agree with his logic right here. What she do? She work here anyway. She gonna give that cognac to somebody. She should have gave it to me faster. She would have got more of a tip. So my question to you guys is, your thoughts on tipping in general. I want y'all to talk about it in the comments, like I am. In many countries, you know you can't tip. And in certain places out here in America now, it's automatically added. To your bill. That always catches me off guard. Like, what, what, what just happened? I digress. So, what do you also think the appropriate amount is to tip? 10%, 20%, 30%, or the way I really feel? Never shut up, Marcellus. 0%. Let me stop. Getting you with the used car balloon guy. You ever see that dude? Does that really sell anything? I love seeing that, but I ain't never pulled over and be like, Oh my God, where's that Toyota at? Like, I mean, I guess it gets your attention somehow, some way. Hopefully this gets your attention. Friday swag away membership continues to grow. So that means more of you guys are going to continue to know who I am and what I've really been through, man. I think it's very inspirational, not because of me, but because of the circumstances. I was able to overcome or <laughs> 100K right here, baby. Get this Wiley jersey right here from the San Diego Chargers. I dare you try and find one now. They don't even got that team anymore. Or you get these playing cards right here that say a lot of glowing things about me. Wow. Can't believe I did all those things. <laughs> Wasn't me. Must have been Bruce Smith. All right, y'all. Let's get into this conversation. $75 mil- million dollars worth of Cam Newton takes a shot blah, back at a random fan with his bank account as his ammunition after a fan tried to clown him because he didn't win the Super Bowl. Woo! You know you got a fan in me. Cam got a fan in me because I ain't win no Super Bowl either. Let's talk about it. So we know he's no longer in the NFL, but he's always in the spotlight. He is Cam Newton. Last time I saw Cam Newton was in Miami at Prime 112 where you see everybody famous, but Cam Newton was in there. And let's just say, even amongst stars, Cam is different. He shines brighter than the average star. It's just what it is. Whether it's his physique, whether it's his persona, whether it's his energy, the dude's always smiling. Like, he radiates. That's what it is. Dude is radiant. Like, he just radiates. He'd be like, damn, that's Cam Newton. Like, I saw other dudes who ball, but like, oh, that's Cam Newton. Like, we were raised on some great Cam Newton. It just feels like, even though he's younger than me, it's crazy. All right, so he's still talking, doing a bunch of podcasts, doing his own podcast now because he went on the circuit and he destroyed it. Said, oh, let me do that. And he also plays video games a ton. So I guess he's a gamer. Dumb. And I know nobody's sneezing at that no more. You see that gamer get $100 million the other day? A gamer. 100 million is going down in this new world order. All right, so he recently had an interaction with a fan again who attempted to undermine his status as an NFL player. Okay, let's just start right here. Y'all put some respect on Cam Newton's name, please. I don't like when guys get this, like, stigma on them. Like, you can take shots at Cam or Westbrook is West Brick and you can clown him when you see him too. Like, no, 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 no. One's a definite future Hall of Famer, and one is a borderline, but at least he's an NFL MVP. And you got to put some respect on Cam's name. So anyway, the fan, young fan, of course, so he's protected by his age, but not his stupidity. He mocked Newton for not having any Super Bowl rings. Okay, saying, how many rings you got? We got the same amount. But Cam... Because Cam has been through this with these little campers before, right? Remember that little camper that was trying to clown Cam and Cam went back at him? Maybe went a little overboard, but gave him the real? All right, Cam has figured this out. Y'all take shots at me. I'm not going to use the same caliber of gun and weapon to shoot back. But I got a little air pistol, a little BB gun, a little CO2, a little water pistol, something for you to take out you little kids who ain't putting no respect on Cam's name. So he said, Cam looked back at the little dude, he said, Um, none, but we don't got the same bank account. And little man was like, oh, little man got his feelings. You could just hear, you could just feel it. And Cam said, no, 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 no. Don't play the victim now. And that's what people do. Golly, I hate that. Well, I'm sitting there minding my own business. This happened to me a thousand and trillion times. Everywhere I'm going, I'm just minding my business, minding my business. That's how I roll. I just mind my business. Why? I'm so thoroughly amused and entertained with my own brain and what I'm seeing of the world. I ain't got to share that with you. I think highly of you or low of you, but doesn't matter. I'm always going to treat you with love and respect, even though I'm thinking you ain't shit, right? So I'm just doing that in life. And then somebody always want to take a jab. You know, oh, Wiley, you weren't good in that. Oh, Wiley, you suck there. Now, I know that, but when you say that, now I got to let you know, oh, I think higher of myself. So then I shoot back. And every time I shoot back, let's just say, I'm a marksman. Wow, I know where to get you, baby, because come on, man. I've been through that, and I've been through this. So I hit them. Wow, they wounded. And guess what they usually do? Ow, ow, why you say that? Hey, bruh. Don't start none, won't be none. So glad for you, Cam Newton, for doing that to that little camping. Now, he's still on the tour, talking about he should be a starting quarterback and all that, but no organization is going to holler at him and give him a chance. We know where that is. That's probably gone. That ship has sailed, I would say. Now, because of how talented he is, just because of the whole situation, all that Cam brings, good and bad, and some of the things that are unknown, like how good he will be. Anyway, let's get into the life lesson of this conversation because this is a conversation of high road meets low road, right? We all are built to take both. Some of us take one more than the other. There's a high road you're supposed to take in life. And there's a low road that a lot of people take in life. And we say they slip up. But in reality, we are wired for that low road. We have to learn to play and to live on that high road. So, I remember I had a wilyism like, I own a house on the high road, but I rent an apartment on the low. <laughs> like, like, every now and then I visit the low road and let you know, bop! You better watch what you say about your boy. And it's kind of like this whole athlete mindset. I don't want to call it new media athlete mindset, but KD, Kevin Durant, Oh, what'd you say? All right, uh, Draymond Green, whether he at the bar back in Michigan State or not, wherever he at, what you say? And part of me, the part that has that apartment on the low road, understands exactly where they're coming from. Why? Because fans get a pass. Because fan is short for fanatic. Well, let me just tell you now, that pass is expiring, if not already expired. Cats ain't playing that no more. Because you can be a fanatic and do whatever you want, Right. And that's how it is. But the athlete has to act like he doesn't care when what we're discussing, what we're here for is me. But I got to be the one that takes the high road and acts like that didn't hurt or I don't care about what you just said about me, mine, my legacy. Ah, Just like we were just talking about that tipping. And then all of a sudden you start to really look at it and you're like, interesting. Whether you agree or not, you're just like, interesting. I think it's interesting that these athletes are now raising their hand. They're not too cool for school anymore. They're like, nah, B, say something about me, I'm coming back. Now, with all the podcasts, all the independent creators, all the guys who have their own channels doing their own thing, you're gonna see more and more of this, just simply as that. Whether you are a youngster who's gonna take a shot, which I think is the stupidest thing in the world. The act of a youngster being in the presence of Cam Newton the Great. Yes, NFL MVP. Every year there are 2,000 NFL players. And every year they pick one as the best player that year. And Cam Newton found himself on top of that mountain. And your young butt going to be in his presence. And instead of trying to pop off and look cool and get some clip, and try to press your boys, you should have ran up to that dude and said, please give me any jewels you'll drop right now to let me know how to make this process easier so I could attain what you did, because obviously I'm here in pursuit of that. But nah, that ain't what you want. You want a viral clip. Well, you're going to get it, but you ain't going to get what you want really out of life if you waste moments like that. I just don't get it. Look, if I saw a crowd and they start heckling me, I I wouldn't even have to respond. I'd be like, dog. You know why you're on that side of the rope? <laughs> you know why? Mm-hmm. Well, because, because, uh, uh, look, man, it ain't about that. Why we even got to play this? I wish the rope wasn't there. I wish you could roam freely. But obviously, the way you're popping off and talking, they got to keep you separate from me. And ain't that a damn shame? Well, you keep acting like that, you're going to stay separated from me and my greatness of Cam Newton. Now, I will say this to shoot back at Cam. You can't be using money as as your big gun. Not in the locker room. You know the rules. No matter who's shooting, no matter what they shoot, if you use money, conversation over. You lost. White flag. Take the L. I didn't make up that rule. That's just the general rule of the locker room. And I think everywhere, right? If we joning, if I'm bagging on your girl cause she ain't that cute, whatever. If you bagging on my mama cause she bigger than me, all right, whatever. We, look at those shoes, okay. Look at your car, okay. And then you say, how much money I got? (laughs) Wait a minute, these jokes come free, bro. So it don't matter about the money. And that's what I learned in the locker room. And some of that could have applied here. But there were a greater lesson to be learned for this little kid. And unfortunately, he had to learn it on the low road. Where if he don't get his mind right, if he don't stop acting like that, sucker there might be renting an apartment there too. God, I ain't got it right now. I ain't got it right now. Love for you guys though. Got y'all. Right here, Friday swaggerway. Who gonna win it this week? Who won last week? Jeremiah Taylor? I think it was you, big dog. Golly. It's funny, I'll be showing up, and I'll be like, all right, send those out, send those out. I feel love, man. I'm like sending out my life, like, oh, my baby. And y'all gonna read it and hopefully love it like I love life. Or you can pick when we go over 100K in the giveaway. Oh, my God, it's happening. I think in a week. I said, I told y'all a Monday ago it was gonna happen this next Monday. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? All right, we got these cards right here, and we got this jersey. Straight out of Jersey, number 75, Marcellus. Wiley crickets (laughs) we on the road boo boy if you're on the road they don't say nothing you ain't that good if they boo you balling that's the love I get all right let's talk about somebody who is balling my man Pat McAfee and his show that ESPN wants on radio so even though McAfee previously said his show does a disservice to the listening audience radio mcafee may be doing radio over there at espn so we know he signed the deal in may uh five years 85 million dollars to bring his talents to the worldwide leader why do i always bring up money especially in broadcasting because for some weird reason whether it's the thin ego and just like oh my god i don't want everyone to know what i make broadcasting doesn't really advertise it the same way that they do in the nfl the nfl psh, you can read the USA Today, anything. Everybody know how much you make. Oh, on August 13th, he has a bonus for $48,000. But then you get to broadcast how much he makes. How much? I don't know. I don't know. You only find out half the time when they get released or when they sign it. Everything in the middle, I don't know how much he makes. So that's why I bring it up. All right. So this is a great deal that he signed with ESPN. Let me just clearly lay it out for you. He got 120 dollars from FanDuel. That was for him to do everything with that. That includes pay his salary, pay everyone who's on that show's salary, staff, everybody, administrators, everyone's salary. Then benefits. Keep the lights on with no back-end support. You got to pay for that as well. All of that versus go to ESPN. Pat McAfee, here's $85 million for you. All the rest of them dudes go get their own deals, and they're going to get them under ESPN as well. Here's your deal with benefits. Here's your deal with benefits and this entire Show this entire program has back in support because ESPN is a machine, that's why it was a great deal. All right, but y'all didn't scoff at that, y'all were mad at the deal because of the independence he put he potentially will lose going to ESPN, which is why we're talking about this story right now. So, his talent says being a former radio host may be on display as he wasn't advertised as hosting a radio show when he signed the deal. But it sounds like that might be the real. They need at ESPN some content at that exact same time. Actually, they needed it more times than that. But that is one of the slots, noon to 3 p.m. So they want more celebrity. They want more talent in that weekday radio lineup. And we know they got a huge one in Pat McAfee. So his show, y'all know this, used to air on CBS Sports Radio and Sirius XM. So it seems like it's a fit to go on ESPN radio. But since he left Terrestrial and Satellite Radio, he's put more effort into the video side of the show. So I'm walking y'all through this. So he signed that deal and talked about the possibility of putting it on ESPN radio. Now he was open to it, but he seemed hesitant to portray it as a great fit. He said, quote, we quickly realized... We're almost doing a disservice to the people that only listen. We want people to know that we're like an optic show, a video show, because I think a lot of that has to feed into what we're talking about. Now, if ESPN decides and we have a conversation, you want to go on ESPN radio or Sirius XM or anything like that, I think I'd be open to that. I'd be thankful to get back in. But it wasn't a focal point of the conversation because it's not. Really, our first thought, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes a ton of sense. He basically said, look, our show is optimized when you can have the visual experience with it and that experience visually in priority, not the audio experience. It's a different thing. It's a different animal. I do two shows. I do more to it, which is an audio podcast, which is different than doing this. Why? It starts with me, not you it starts with how I do it. If I were doing a podcast right now, just audio version or radio, guess what I wouldn't be doing? Staring at this <laughs> this little camera right here. I wouldn't be doing that. I would just be talking. And when I'm talking, my eyes will wander and then it will go into the story. Then I go into like a deeper state of what's coming out of my mouth versus a shared experience between my eyes and my mouth. You get it? The audio and the video. So that's what he's talking about. Then how you consume it. It's a more intimate consumption when it's just audio only. It's kind of like laser focus. Hitting you right here, going right here, staining that brain. Versus the eye and you're like, okay, you may even miss some things I'm saying. You may not even catch or feel what I'm saying because you're watching me. Like what Wally do? Is that something on his shirt? What, why do you keep doing that with his finger? Why is his finger all crooked? Like those kind of things, etc. So. McAfee on ESPN Radio means more distribution, bigger platform for a show. But ESPN Radio, let's be real, they need McAfee more than McAfee needs ESPN Radio. Recent years, the radio has gone down from a respected media brand to a revolving door of hosts and shows. Can't lie there. And the platform was hit hard by recent layoffs. Man, they used to have a lineup. Whoa, they messed that up. So since signing with ESPN, McAfee has incessantly promised fans that his show will not change once it launches on the network this fall. Put McAfee on ESPN Radio sounds like a good idea, right? In theory, but it either means the show will have to change or listeners will need to accept the disservice of listening to a show that caters to a viewing audience. You get it? Yeah, I know y'all get it because I hear y'all right now. "Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Told y'all, here's your first round of ammunition for all his fans who said he was going to change and all the naysayers said, yeah, he's going to join the machine. Of course he's going to change. Y'all about to use this moment in time, I know, against him. But it's a big collective loud, I told you so, this was what happens. Ah, oh, all right. But y'all got to understand, he licensed his show out to the four letters. And in doing that, There is a gain in there, and there is going to be a loss in that. Let's just be real. He doesn't want to do radio first, but that doesn't mean he couldn't do radio and do it well, right? This may not be his best move. This ain't his swim move. But don't say he can't do the rip move as well, right? Like, I think McAfee has that level of talent. But y'all forgetting how big radio was. Not now. Was. It's still big for some. But I'm talking about ESPN radio. Mike and Mike, y'all. Colin Coward, y'all. Dan Levitard. Oh my God, it was sick. Scott Van Pelt. Ryan Rosillo. It was insane. And now if McAfee can do his show, even though he says it's a a disservice, but when you say that, maybe you're saying that like, I don't want to lend myself to changing that. Now, if you're forced to, because you do have partners slash bosses now, Maybe you're gonna go back into that radio lens and make sure that the show isn't a disservice to everyone out there. But using Mike, to, Mike and Mike as an example, they built that from scratch. Like, hello, we're Mike, we're Mike, and we're doing the show. And then it went kaboom. Well, McAfee is coming in with momentum, you think? He ain't building this from scratch. This thing already baked, and it tastes good, tastes great. And then he gets to start like a rolling start from the start with that momentum into that platform, into all of those homes, into that level of distribution. So y'all tell me, what y'all think? Is it a good idea to have the show on the radio? Uh, Y'all gonna listen to it on the radio? I'm saying the radio, I know we gonna watch it, but y'all gonna listen to it on the radio? Or y'all just like, dog, don't even try that because that's half-assing it. Just stick to the video. All I know is more is more. You know how people always say more is less, and then less is more? I'm like, sometimes more is just more, too, you know what I mean? Somebody give you more money, and then it's just more money, it ain't less. (laughs) Oh man, don't even get me started by more money, more problems. But the point is, sometimes more is more. In this situation, I'm with you, McAfee. Edit over here, edit over here, and get more people to consume your product. Over here about to funk up, funk up, the funk up some comments, yeah. But first, gotta give y'all some love for this Friday Swag Away. It's right here. Woo! Bruce Smith says something about me. What? Oh my God! Not Bruce. And whoever guesses when we go exactly day and time, our hundred K, you get some of these. These are the playing cards of me. Or 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 you get this jersey. <laughs> I wonder if they don't even on the same level. You like. Hey, dawg, either give me both or just give me the jersey. You're like, ain't nobody picking no cards over no jersey, you ignorant, you fool. All right, let's get into this. D.K. Metcalf and his candy diet. Damn, I wish I could. He said, D.K. might be a genetic outlier. Dwight Howard was the same way. His eating patterns of intermittent fasting, one meal a day, probably helps him keep in shape with his intense training. IF is a good tool to control calorie intake. Intermittent fasting, he meant by IF, I guess. Yes, um, I intermittent fast, and I would be 400 pounds if I did not. I mean, it's just simple. Calories in, calories out. Oh, you're not putting in so many because I'm skipping a meal or two. So it works. Let me give you my Dwight Howard story. I remember going to the Lakers locker room years ago. You know I used to work for ESPN Radio, home of the Lakers. So I'm in the locker room. You know, Dwight Howard there, Kobe, all them, talking to them. And Dwight Howard was eating pregame a Big Mac. I was like... I get it post-game, but right before the game. And you know he got them bowling ball shoulders. Just, I mean, white god duh, He a mannequin. He the Under Armour mannequin, like for real. And that sucker there was just eating a Big Mac before the game. I was like, I ain't going to say nothing because I ain't playing. He ain't my teammate, but god dang. But to your point, some cats get away with it. And Dwight Howard certainly was one of them. DK can eat like that while he's young. And even though I'm young and pretty ripped myself, if I say so myself, 24 years old from everything I hear, as he gets older, he might start having problems. Then again, when you mix things like fasting or really light meals in, you can still look just as good or in some cases better than a guy that's eating straight up chicken, brown rice, and broccoli all day. Amen. Everything in moderation, including moderation. All y'all on these strict old diets. A strict diet is like somebody who trains and all they run are like 100 meters, right? I'm going to do 10 100s, right? And then all of a sudden, they started to realize the difference between like that's anaerobic, but then intervals. And intervals is beautiful because you don't have to do the same amount of work and distance, but because you already got revved up, your heart going to, think and be tricked into thinking it's that same distance. So instead of doing 10 100s, you know what you could do? You could do a 20, You could do 520s, you could do 340s, you could do 360s, and it's less distance, but you went and then you walked it back. And why y'all walking it back without even doing 100? Your heart rate like, hey bro, I don't know what this is, but I'm up there. Intervals kind of tricks you into thinking you're doing more, but while you're resting, you still have a rapid heart rate. I love when I got into intervals. Whoa, it could change your life. Deshaun Watson, a change man. Speaking of change. Dude, settle more lawsuits than Phillip Rivers has kids. Y'all wrong. That stain ain't going nowhere. Yeah, the stain ain't going nowhere. I mean, you could put it way to the back of your head. Way back there. But let's be real. It's going to always be in our head. Unfortunate. The salary cap fans will never let them off the hook. Guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, what happened to our country? Because I still live like this. Raise your hand if you still think somebody innocent until they're proven guilty. And you know what's so funny? I've gotten into arguments. People have gotten mad at me. They come to me with something like, man, did you hear what happened? I was like, what happened? And they tell me, I was like, oh, that's it? That's your response? I was like, I don't know if that's true. No, no, no. I, didn't you hear what I just said? Like, I read that and they said that. I was like, yeah, but they're innocent to they're proven guilty. No. No, no, no. Come on, man. This. Uh, all right. Well, unless you show me the smoking gun, it's innocent. Till they're proven guilty. People get mad if you actually live by that. I mean, some things, obviously, like they had to do it. You know, the police called him after a car chase after he just was out there running and shooting at people. And that guy's different. But in general, all this gossipy. Oh, you innocent till you're proven guilty. All right. We got a member right here. Marcus P. 1620. I think it's great that Stephen A. is out there stomping to get Shannon. I'm interested to see what type of role they will bring him on for. If it's just for a football perspective, I think he should pass. But if they bring him on as a feature, like they do with Mad Dog, then I think it will be a great fit. Okay. I just, I mean, look, it just seems like I see Shannon on the second biggest show every day to go to the first, the number one show, and only once a week. That don't feel like it's a step forward, just doesn't. It. Now, it may be, prove me wrong, but uh, I just think Shannon got the pull like a Stephen A in a different world. Like, Shannon, you do what Stephen A can do. You get a show and bring in everybody else, or just put Club Shay Shay on there, make it a daily show, and then do as well first take. I'll take that. Um, it won't last, Stephen A wants the ratings bump, but as soon as it appears Shannon is outshining him, he would get rid of him, especially if he has not found something better for himself. <laughs> man. I mean, him and Max didn't get along, but was that really a clear Max is outshining Stephen A? Nah, they had deeper issues than that, different issues than that. Um, who else? You, got, you said that, I hear you, but who? Who was Stephen A got rid of that was outshining him? First of all, who outshined Stephen A? <laughs> so it doesn't sound like this has evidence. Sounds a little baseless, even though... I understand what you' saying. Like, he' gonna make sure he' the one, he' the star. But what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever been on a team and you' the man? You ever been the MVP of a team? I ask any of y'all. You ever been the MVP? I have. Oh, I'ma make sure y'all know too. I'm the MVP of this team. In many ways, my production, my personality, the way I roll, what I expect. Y'all gonna look. Y'all gonna look out for me, cause I'm the MVP. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, he's all in on Shannon being a part of the roster, just not getting the lion's share of the shine. He would by being an everyday contributor. Shannon's got more juice than the part-time job he's offering. Yeah, the last part, the part-time, the, part, the once a week. Like, to do what others are doing, and let's say you got most of them. Maybe not Mad Dog. Mad Dog got a huge following. Mad Dog got his own damn syndicate of radio. <laughs> God dang, Mad Dog radio, so... Maybe not Mad Dog, but everybody else over there, I think he got. Alright y'all, y'all know how we finished this show. We finished it with a Wileyism, yeah! Brought to you by Project Transition. Alright, this is real. Y'all teachers used to tell y'all this. It's not what you gain, but what you maintain. Yes! Oh y'all forgot, our teachers used to always say that. It's easier to get an A than to keep an A, right? So every now and then, the dummy in the class get an A on the test. He's like, oh, ooh, what you get, Wiley? Oh, an A minus, oh, what you do? You didn't know your state capitals? Kansas, Topeka, oh, remember that? The little fools. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to study now. Uh, I mean, I slipped up on that one. All right, I got you on the next one. Uh, Then what happened? That sucker ain't talking next test. (laughs) Where you go? Oh, man, because it's easy to gain, but it's harder to maintain, right? So it's like that in life, man. Like all our goals and the things we want to accomplish, it's almost like it's like we're born underwater with everything that you want. You're born underwater and you got to hold your breath and you only got so much time to hit the surface. And everybody's seeing that, oh, I can do it. And more importantly, "Ah, the relief of accomplishment, right? Ah, ah, did it. Yeah. (sighs) And y'all ever get to the surface of water, you will quickly realize you still got to work <laughs> just to stay up there. Boy, doggy paddling wears me out. I mean, I am the worst. <sighs> but not in life. You got to maintain it, man. You got to stay up there, right? And then, let's get real. You're going to have to redefine what success looks like once you hit that surface, once you show the world you've accomplished it, once, once you poke your head out and say, I'm up here. Coming up here to show y'all my shine. So it's crazy because every process is gonna be different. Every climb is gonna be different. How long you gotta hold your breath, how far you gotta swim, how rough the terrain is, what else is in the water with you, all of those things, right? But you can see it, it's up there. And sometimes you can't see it. Woo! Just keep pushing it, keep swimming, right? So just don't give up on it, basically, is what this saying. I remember all my teachers. God, Ms. Delahouse really comes to mind. And she used to always say that. But I was always a good student. I didn't get straight A's, perfect tests, all that stuff. But I was able to maintain that high GPA, right? Not I just pop off one time, I said Kansas, dog, <laughs> and didn't miss it, right? That dude cracks me up. But it's about that, man. It's not just shooting one, but make sure you can consistently hit those shots. So it's not what you gain. Is what you maintain. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Wiley. More to is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Panella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wally's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more...